brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. Today on Return to Tradition, we have some new data that, frankly, hardly anyone paid attention to when it was released. It shows us that the collapse of the Catholic Church in the United States is probably more far gone and worse than we probably thought with there being far fewer priests available than needed for the laity, and so few religious brothers and sisters in the U.S. that they're outnumbered by the sheer volume of laity in various ministerial roles in the Novus Ordo Church in America. And it, be, it really does beg a question. Why is apostate Rome focused on smashing the one place in the church with relatively decent vocations? the Latin mass groups, instead of trying to get to the root of the vocations problem in the church? It's a good question, and no one can give a good answer. A prime example of their misplaced priorities comes from something that was posted over at Rate Chaley and at a few other places earlier this week that got swept aside in the news by that stupid rosary article in The Atlantic that everyone has talked about these past few days, including myself. Dr. Joseph Shaw posted this on his website, Latin Mass Chairman, or lmschairman.org. Dr. Shaw was shown a copy of a letter of a refusal by a priest who sought permission from Rome to offer the Latin Mass and was subsequently denied. The letter that he received was so obviously a form letter that it's laughable. Here's the excerpt from that letter with the priest's name redacted. Quote, this dicastery is of the opinion that this permission would not be an opportune decision. Therefore, we deny the request. The path established by the Holy Father in Traditionis Custodis is quite clear, and this has been underscored both in the letter to the bishops of the whole world, which accompanied the modu proprio, and in the responsa ad dubia of this dicastery, which were personally approved by the Holy Father. In this latter document, with regard to this very point, it was highlighted that the liturgical reform of the Second Vatican Council has, <laughs> sorry, I can't laugh, but I can't help but laugh when I see this, has enhanced every element of the Roman Rite and has fostered, as hoped for by the Council Fathers, the full, conscious, and active participation of the entire people of God in the liturgy. See Sacred Sanctum Concilium, number 14 the primary source of authentic Christian spirituality. Most recently, the Holy Father's apostolic letter of the 29th of June, Desiderio Desideravi, on the liturgical formation of the people of God, expands on the above-mentioned letter to the bishops and reaffirms Pope Francis's desire that unity around the celebration of the liturgy be reestablished in the whole Church of the Roman Rite. <laughs> See paragraph 61 of his most recent motu proprio. And the quote. Look, that's so obviously a form letter that I shouldn't have to tell you that it's a form letter. There has not been one single documented case of a priest writing to Rome to request permission to offer the apostolic mass and being granted that permission. There's not one single example of it happening since Trash Can Guardians came out, but that letter contains at least one lie in it, which is, of course, par for the course of apostate Rome these days, unfortunately. There is a reference to the new Mass fostering active participation, as if the Apostolic Mass does not call for
or active participation of the laity. Over a century ago, Pope St. Pius X, in his motu proprio tra le solicitudini from, well, again, over a century ago, wrote about the need for the laity to actively participate in the liturgy. And let's be real, Pope St. Pius X would have been an opponent of a new mass like the Novus Ordo, given the things he said in other documents when he touches on the liturgy and documents like Pascendi and others. Pope St. Pius X reminded us that active participation was possible in the apostolic mass. And anyone who's attended one knows that in the typical high mass in the preconciliar form, you will find active participation aplenty. You just won't find the liturgical hokey pokey like you see in the worst examples of the Novus Ordo, or that wretched shake your neighbor's hand stuff that you see going on that I suspect has chased a lot of people out of the Novus Ordo. Lies abounding in a doctrine from apostate Rome isn't surprising to anyone who's been paying attention, nor is there obvious intention to ban the apostolic mass altogether. Bishops had been writing to Rome to seek guidance on the implementation of guardians of trash cans, and more responses like Arlington received are rolling in. And they, they show us one thing. Bishops, stop writing to Rome for these things, please. These decrees from Rome outright ban the apostolic mass after a certain date, which varies per diocese. They're not getting guidance from Rome. They're getting orders. Instead of regaling you with what is old news by now from various dioceses, the rule should be simple. Bishops, if you're watching this, please, please, please don't ask Rome for permission or guidance on these things. Either invoke Canon 87, like Bishop Haparaki did. You could just copy his decree thereby allowing you to ignore trash can guardians, or at the very least, issue your own interpretation of it. But don't ask Rome for help. I started this pres this episode today presenting those numbers to you first, that information for you first, by before talking about the actual topic in the episode titled today, because that is what Rome is focusing on, not on this new data that they know well exists, showing that the great apostasy may have been happening already, and hardly anyone has noticed or was just so jaded by the whole thing that we aren't going to act. The Center for Applied Research in the Apostolate, or CARA, is an independent social science research center. They profess to focus on Catholicism and the Catholic Church, and they recently published some, frankly, jaw-dropping numbers that show that the apostasy in the Church is very, very real. The good news that they have about the numbers is that the number of people calling themselves Catholic in the United States stands at an all-time high of about 73 million persons. But the number of former Catholics in the United States, when added to that total, is also at an all-time high, because here's the bad news. 112 million Americans, that's about one in three, had been Catholic at some point in their lives, meaning 35% of the people in America and 35% of the people who used to be Catholic have dropped out of the faith altogether. But it gets worse from there. Of the 73 million remaining in the church, only 52 million attend Mass, at least on Christmas and Easter, or more frequently than that. Only 41 million American Catholics are registered with a parish. Only 33 million go to Mass monthly, and only 17.5 million attend Mass weekly. Meaning, in one, only one in four or so actively Catholic people in America are not in a state of mortal sin, at the very best. Why? Because remember, it is a mortal sin to skip Mass on Sunday unless you've got a really compelling reason. And that 17.5 million number doesn't include people who go to confession regularly enough that we can be sure when they receive the Eucharist, they do so in the proper spiritual disposition, meaning they're not carrying unconfessed mortal sins. 
Remember, we see long lines for communion and short lines for the sacrament of penance, pointing to widespread illicit communion among regular mass goers on Sunday. And that says nothing of how of the fact that that means we're getting, you know, sacrilegious communion happening very, very regularly. Please go to confession regularly. These numbers, though, they get worse. There are 44,000 lay ecclesial ministers, which I'm not sure exactly what that means, but compare that number to 34,900 priests in the U.S., many of whom are retired, by the way, 18,600 permanent deacons, and only 3,800 religious brothers, meaning monks and friars. The report that Kara published on their website really lays this out, and it's, it's eye-opening. Quote, the final group includes those professionals involved in ministry, albeit not at all parishes. This includes 141,382 people who are priests, vowed religious, permanent deacons, lay ecclesial ministers. Technically, that would mean there are 2.1 priests per parish with a total population of 34,923. However, some are religious priests who are less likely to be involved in parish ministry than diocesan priests. Religious priests rarely are involved in parish ministry, folks. That's just the reality. Among both of these groups, there is a significant number who are retired and no longer active in ministry today. When you break things down to active diocesan priests per parish, it comes out to about 1.0. Yet these priests are not evenly distributed across dioceses. So some do not have enough diocesan priests for there to be one priest assigned to each parish. End quote. These numbers show you something. They show you the absolute state of vocations in the U.S., Vocations have already collapsed in the church in America. Another fruit of the springtime of Vatican II, the springtime of the Church of the New Advent. You know that collapse people talk about with bated breath due to the now ongoing retirement of priests that we expect to come? It's well underway. The collapse hit men and women religious a long time ago before all that, decades ago. This is why so many parishes have prayers for vocations before or after Mass. But if you want vocations in the church, the laity have to begin living Catholic lives. That means living in accordance, at the very least, minimum requirement here, folks, the very least, with Humane Vitae and Casti Canubi, and going to confession regularly, and going to Mass regularly, and raising your children in the faith, at the very, very least. But until those things happen, locations are not going to improve. This brings me back to the first thing I talked about. Rome doesn't seem to care about any of that at all. They're focused on working with secular rulers to push their Laudato Si messages and their anti-meat messages and their political messages while suppressing the Latin mass. Their eyes are on a very different kind of prize, a smaller, modernist church that doesn't offend anyone but gets government contracts to do the bidding of Caesar. Let that ruminate in your mind for a moment. But that's not a vision of Catholicism. That's a vision of the ape of the church. And Francis seems fine with that. And, you know, we should start asking ourselves why. But this problem isn't limited to the church in America. It's a problem across the whole church. As the Twitter account Catholic Sat reported on Twitter a few days ago, the church is facing collapse across the board, but the hierarchy is stuck doing the same stuff it's been doing for the past 50 years, year after year after year. And why is that? It's even true in Africa where things continue to grow, but at a slower rate than the growth in the general population. Yet Rome is focused on smashing the one thing in the church in America that has unequivocal growth. And that would be the Latin mass communities, FSSP, Institute of Christ the King, what have you, doesn't matter which group. 
Each one of them, their parishes are near universally packed to the point of bursting with young people and young families with many young children. Why is Rome focused on that during a crisis of collapse? Is it out of malice or sheer ignorance? I suspect malice, but you may be more charitable towards apostate Rome than I am. After all, I call them apostate Rome. So let me know why you think they're not focused on the collapse that's going on in the church right now. One thing is for certain, though, the collapse will continue until the church gets saintly leadership that inspires the laity to be saints. And that won't happen until those of us rigidly clinging to the faith do the one thing that's really hard for us to do. We all talk a good game, but none of us do it. And that's we start living like saints ourselves. So if you haven't been to confession or aren't a regular mass attender without a very good reason, fix those things this weekend. Pick up your rosary and be that extreme person the media cried about in that stupid article in The Atlantic this past week. By the way, did you know that right now it's St. Michael's Lent? We don't talk about this much, and every year it sneaks up on me and I forget to do a video. But it's St. Michael's Lent right now. And you can start participating in this softer Lent that is going on right now and do acts of penance and reparation for your own sins and the sins of the hierarchy. That'd be a good step. Start living as saints. It's probably the only way out of this mess. But that's just what I think. What do you think? Let me know in the comments. Please like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. Share this video on social media. That does help this channel a lot as well. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.